The city of Oshawa is notorious for a lot of things. You might say it's kind of like Hamilton's Hamilton, even. But there's a lot of funny happening in the east of the GTA this November. The 905 Comedy Festival is returning for year number four, and we're going to find all about it today. I'm Dean Young, and we're about to go inside the festival right here on Inside Jokes. Welcome to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I couldn't even talk about Oshawa without... Uh, but without cracking up a little bit. Hamilton's Hamilton, is that fair? Would you say Ian Sirota's in studio with us, returning friend of the show? I call it the dirty schwa. That's what <laughs> it is. The dirty schwa. It has, what I love about Oshawa is it has its own distinct flavor. It has its own personality. We could safely say that, right? Yeah, yeah. The schwa is its own thing. If you ask for a soy latte yeah. in Oshawa and you were a Toronto hipster, you'd probably get stabbed. <laughs> The Oshawa, it's a working class. And then class. they would, you know, they'd scalp you and take your ponytail at yeah. the same time. Probably. I mean, it, much love for Oshawa. It's like if you took like every Springsteen album and just rolled it up and made a city out of it. <laughs> That's you right. Know, it's like the factory closed down, but this is the entire city is made out of that. Ian Sroda's back. We got the 905 Comedy Fest returning for its fourth year. Stephanie Herrera is joining us in studio once Hello. again. Hello, hola, hola. Of course, one half now of the 905 Comedy Fest, and of course, Durham Improv as well. Yeah. And we have headlining comic Tim Rabnett joining us in studio, I think for the first time, isn't yes, it, Yes, that is correct. Yeah. Right? Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. And of course, you are performing at this year's 905 Comedy Fest. Uh, our listeners might know Tim best from his appearances on the world-famous Just for Laughs Comedy Festival, and of course, Toronto's own version of that, JFL 42. And uh, this year, you're heading out to Oshawa. How, yes. Are you excited? I'm nervous about the stabbings I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You don't want the stabbings to happen. We're no, going to give you a good, knife. Every you. comic gets a knife <laughs> to protect themselves in, in your welcome bag. Well, yes. I, I make a shiv for everybody. <laughs> There's like a ca- yeah, that's that's the rider, that's the care package. Yeah, there's just a homemade shiv. It's no, and some no M and M special colors. You just get a shiv. <laughs> a you get a bandana. Some, some, a bandana to bandage up wounds. And yeah. we walk to the parking lot all as a group. <laughs> that's right. And I would like to, you know, and of course we're going to talk about we have the fundraiser show for our own our very own Sandra Carusi yes. happening at this year's fest. So we're excited about that here at Inside Jokes. Uh, and it's a big fest for you guys this year. You have a CBC Laugh Out Loud taping happening there. We have uh, a radio show. You have also. a radio show like, happening. Uh, radio DJs doing comedy. We asked you to do it, but you said I'll be no. In, I'll be on a beach in Hawaii, turning thirty-five. And 35. you could have been in yeah. Oshawa. Come you on. could have been in Oshawa, turning Hawaii, <laughs> Oshawa. Come on. Yeah, this was sort of something that Ian came up with. This it's called Radio Haha because we had no yep. other title. We couldn't come up with anything else. But yeah, we have uh, Craig Venn from ninety four nine The Rock. He's going to be hosting the show. But we have Dean Blendell coming. Howard Glassman from Humble and Fred, and Ophira Eisenberg from NPR is coming. Well, there you go. You yeah. have a Dean, anyways. Yeah, that's right. from the radio. Right. <laughs> you don't have both, but it's still a fest. Yeah. You know, it's good enough. True. It might have been a little confusing, I guess, if we had two deans. You're right. Okay, go to your <laughs> vacation. Fine, you win. Yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be sad in Hawaii just as much as I would be turning 35 <laughs> in Oshawa. It's fine. But I, so this is you, the festival's really grown since you you and of course the late great Josh Haddon built this thing in in 2015 together. Yeah, uh, and uh, we started together, and the first year it uh, was pretty successful, and then unfortunately Josh uh, passed away. Then mm-hmm. I took a year off. So actually, it's our third year. Third consecutive, but, yeah. Yeah, but we I took a year off after Josh's death, and then I started doing it with Stephanie. Yeah, he approached and, me and uh, said, hey, you do this thing a lot in this region. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And of course, cancer is like big for us, so it's like, uh, that's how Josh passed away, and of course, Sandra as well. Sandra, so yeah. we're really excited to raise money for Sandra this year. It's going to be awesome. That's our second show on Saturday. 
Well, and that's the one thing I was curious about is, of course, for us, you know, the the fundraiser for Sandra is huge for us. That was meaningful for us here on the show. Uh, for you, how much of sort of the Josh legacy is still poured into this festival? Like, how much of a different animal is it now than what you and Josh, you know, sat in that parking lot and dreamed up? <laughs> you remember that, eh? <laughs> I do remember that. Uh, it's kind of, it's, Josh has still got a whole, like, um, his uncle is Gervais Rentals, and they're one of our key sponsors. Right. I give tickets to his mom and his family every year. They come down and uh, see the show. And we do still have the same philosophy of, Giving uh, somebody or a couple people a break that normally don't give get a break in the industry. That's was our goal in that parking lot, and it's our goal this year, and it'll be our goal going forward to giving people a break that might not get a break somehow. So this year, like I left a message in a, a Facebook group saying I'm looking for tapes for people who haven't done any festivals at all. Yeah, I'm going to pick at least one person from those tapes to give them a break on our show, and this year I picked two. So perfect. Which is good, you know, because you're opening up an audience to some comics that they might not otherwise get to see live. Tim's a great example. I don't think Tim's going out to to the Durham region every week, you know? Yeah, Yeah, it's true. (laughs) So it gives audiences a chance to see these headlining comics like Tim at these kind of, at these gala shows, but also, yeah, some newer faces in stand-up that they might not otherwise see. And we get to bring in some great people like Tim yeah. into uh, into Oshawa. Uh, and we have some great comedians this year. We have Mark Little. Uh, we have a surprise guest on a Sandra show we can't say. Yeah. But he's a CBC star. And uh, we're very excited to have him. But we can't mention his name. He's going to be surprised. Yeah, the, line, the lineup this year is incredible. And so is the media tie-in. So I want to get into that, what it sort of takes to build a festival this scope of what it is now sort of on your own and and how you build those relationships with Canadian media, just like us. (laughs) That's who we are. We'll come back with more 905 Comedy Fest right here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hi, this is Sugar Sammy, and you're listening to Inside Jokes. Mm -mm -mm, Gotta get me some of that. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, brought to you, of course, by our good friends at Hakeem Optical. And tonight we're talking all things 905 Comedy Fest, Returning to the Durham region this November 23rd and 24th and featuring a fundraiser gala show for our own uh, Sandra Carusi. We have Ian Sirota in studio with us. Great to be here. Friend of the show, returning champion of the show. Yeah, baby. Stephanie Herrera has joined us before. Hey, hey, hey. And of course, one half of the duo bringing you this festival this year and the hilarious Tim Rabnett is in studio with us. Hello. <laughs> Learning. You're going to, this entire show is just going to be us watching your expression while you learn more things about Oshawa. <laughs> that's getting whiter and whiter in the Where face. am I going? Yeah. <laughs> that's what we want to... So we were talking before the break about, you know, how this festival started and you and, of course, Josh Haddon putting this thing together originally in 2015 and where it's grown until now. So you have radio people going there and doing stuff. You have a, a taping for CBC Laugh Out Loud that's happening. A lot of media sponsorships, a lot of that stuff going on. And a huge... Your biggest lineup yet as well. I would say this is uh, one of our better lineups uh, we've done so far. The good thing about being in the business is I get to meet people like Tim, and they'll do me favors and work for cheap. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so I get a lot of good people that I work with. Like, we just did a gig on Saturday together. Yes. And we had to uh, be clean for truckers. Yeah. (laughs) Clean for truckers. (laughs) It was very funny. Because sometimes when we do gigs, it'll say on the little sheet we're given beforehand, watch your language. Yeah. uh, with yuck yucks, it's often no c words is a big yes, priority. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where they're like, do whatever you want, no c word, no excessive um, vulgarity, excessive vulgarity. But this one said no swearing, absolutely. No and swearing. then we walked in the door, 
And a lady walked up to us without saying hello and was like, you're the comics? No swearing. No dirty content. Really? No swearing. Okay? Bye. And, <laughs> and we were just like, hi, I'm Tim. I'm Ian. And we're truckers. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the interesting thing because do you, I'm, I mean, you guys have both done a million of these over the years. Do you ever find you walk into a room like that and yeah, you have your gig sheet. It says none of this. Here's the restrictions, all that stuff. But then you walk in and you actually feel the room out and oh, they yeah. kind of, they want that stuff so from often. you. Oh, they so did, often. They did, yeah. they did that night too totally they, totally they would have had a better that. time if there was more swearing but <laughs> I, yeah i thought we did quite well for considering but i think this something happened last year we know the comic know who it is <laughs> <laughs> we asked and uh something happened the year before that really peeved them off and uh they wanted no swearing yeah, at all you couldn't even rhyme with truck yeah on this good <laughs> that's right well, you know what? It is always the comic that came before, though, isn't it? It is. It's, it's fun. And we we were just like <laughs> speculating how did this happen? What I think what happened was they had booked a clean comic and then they had gotten sick. And so, oh, yeah. so someone just got sent at the last minute who was not given the same instructions and uh, and they were horrified. So. Yeah. But the, actually, the people that were there the year before, they said they liked the show, but I think he said something to the boss or yeah. something that was inappropriate, and then the boss was a born-again Christian, which, you know, you know how they love comedy. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what happened. And then we walk into it, like, not knowing, like, she didn't even offer to get, get us a soda pop or nothing. No. Yeah. Just like, you're this scummy bag comics don't swear. Well, it's funny. That's always the taste that's left in people's mouth, right? It's like when you, anytime you do one of those shows where there's always those audience members that are like, oh no, I'm not sitting anywhere near the front. Because it's like whatever thing that scarred them one time at a comedy show 20 years ago, that's just always what they remember, right? But it always sticks with people. It's like you go and do those gigs where it's like, didn't there used to be like free food and drinks for all the comics on the bill? There used to be until so and so came to town. Oh, that's, you know, same thing with hotels, right? You'd be like, you'd stay in like the nicest hotel, and then one comic would do something in the hotel, and then all of a sudden you're in a leaky room, you know, like <laughs> over the cafeteria. Yes. <laughs> and it's all because that one guy ran off on his phone bill or yeah, his porno yeah. bill or whatever he charged up to the hotel. Well, that's the interesting thing I was wondering about too is like for you, you know, after you've been doing this for a while now. Yeah, about six right. weeks, yeah. About six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, you know, you run the gambit of like you go and you do the big festivals and you do the clubs and you do, then you end up doing small town gigs and corporates and all kinds of stuff, right? You do the variety of things. How many of the harder lessons of doing that and having that sort of life on the road as a working comic went into what you wanted to make this festival be for your performers? It did. Because like, I would say that I felt like it was important for funny to be the most important thing at our festival like our festival's diverse it's yeah. got both genders but i don't book it that way i book in funny so i i just want people to be funny and i want funny people to do our festival and it's it's just the best that way and everyone ha i want people that are happy to be there and want to have a good time so it's that's not a lot of comics it's about 11 yeah. in the community but uh it's a lot of fun and everyone has a great time at our festival and we're glad to bring in people that want to just 
enjoy doing stand-up comedy and just want to make people laugh. Yeah, I think that's something that disappears in our industry. It's like, yeah. that's why we're here, right? What to an make awful you laugh. Idea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not here to teach you about politics or anything. Let's let, make them laugh first, and then we can do all the other stuff second. Well, and I think, and we can get into this a little bit more after the break, but I think, yeah, when you go to a city like Oshawa and you go out to the Durham region, like you're, you're bringing an event to people. It's not like being, you know, here in a hub like Toronto where it's like, well, people could just walk into Comedy Bar on a whim and see whatever they're going to see. You're bringing people there who want to see this on purpose. They want to see comics like Tim, you know, because people could just waltz in and out of shows here. And it's like, well, whatever, that doesn't speak to me. And it's a big deal to them. So you don't want some guy coming up or whoever coming up and saying, you're all idiots and you all live out here because you're idiots. (laughs) Yeah. Here's my show. Right. They want people that want to make people laugh and want to have a good time with people. And sure, make fun of Oshawa a little bit. We all do. But yeah. Don't tr- don't talk down to them. No, people are going out to make it a night out and sort of, you know, escape for a couple hours, exactly. if you will, right? Uh, we'll be right back with more 905 Comedy Fest right here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hi there, this is Carla Collins, and you're listening to Inside Jokes on 640. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And today we are talking all things 905 Comedy Fest. So the 905 Comedy Festival is returning to the Durham region this November 23rd and 24th. And on the panel with us today, we have Ian Sirota, mm-hmm. <laughs> Stephanie Herrera, uh-huh. and the very funny Tim Rabnett. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, a big lineup. So you have a how how many comics do we have on the bill this year at the nine hundred five? Oh God, we'd have, to, we'd have to count. I know how much one. they cost. <laughs> <laughs> Over well, eighteen thousand dollars worth of comics. A... <laughs> Not even eighteen hundred. Yeah. <laughs> well, you mentioned uh, the Sandra Carusi fundraiser, and that's yes. Ian himself is going to be on stage for that. For free. Mini Homes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's he's the free one. Mini Homes, Mark Little from Mr. D and Picnic Face, and yeah, he's, I'm a fantastic. huge fan of him. Um, and then the radio show we talked about because uh, it's the morning DJs, but also. For for the CBC Laugh Out Loud live taping, Kyle Brownrig, Aliyah Kanani, Tim Rabnett, sir to my right, um, Ophira Eisenberg, Sean Hogan, and Terry McGurin. Nice. Are all, it's a big cool. lineup for the CBC. Oh. Did you say oh? I said cool. Oh, I thought he said oh, like oh no, because we're learning this uh, about the DJ, which we didn't, I don't know if we can even talk about this, um, not naming names, but it's like we have to be careful of... Um, we're learning still that they're like with radio people. I don't know. Does this happen in comics? Maybe I can put this to you guys. That there's some comics that don't like each other. Like I know that with casting yes, agents, they happen. say we all work together, but we don't like each other. Like casting yeah. directors have have said, don't do that. And now like radio, I keep forgetting. I'm like, eh, radio people are radio. <laughs> like, well, I think the similarity between radio people and comedy people is we will all say yes to everything. Yeah, I was going to say. Because we yeah. can't afford not to. Okay. I mean, I think, yeah, of course there are, you know, rivalries and things like that in stand-up. But I mean, I, the ones that you're going to weed out and get performing at any festival are the ones that sort of leave that stuff at the door. I, I mean, guess so. Well, it's just there, funny because you can, went, oh. So and- what I'd say in comedy is that, uh, say you've got person A, person B, and person C. Yeah. Person A may hate person C with a passion, and person C may hate person A with a passion. But person B is perfectly welcome to be friends with either of them. Oh, it's so yeah. allowed? And, and yeah. neither of them will hold it against that's the person, right. You just kind of make your own decisions for if one of your best friends is like, oh, I hate that guy. You can still go be friends with that guy. Just not at the same time. It's as not like the jealous girlfriend or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Okay. But there are do not work lists. Like, there, there used to be do not work. I, I used to have a couple people on my do not work list. So, okay. So let's say you're getting yeah. sent somewhere by Yucks, for example. So you would yeah. put in a request to them and go, by the way, 
Because it's different when you're on the road, too. Right, right. You oh, know? You exactly. Just, yeah, you have to live with them. That's basically. when you find out like, yeah. who you can not only work with, but yeah, you're mm. staying in a hotel with these people and driving for hours with these people. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, I remember one gig with a very famous comedian, and I just looked at them and... <laughs> At the end, I said that we should never work together. You're the most miserable F I've ever met. <laughs> I can't stand being around you. And he was like, I feel the same way about you. And we were just both happy to say, let's never work together. Wow. Yeah. See, and that's why I perked up my ears. I, you said cool. I thought you went, oh. And I went, oh, no. The, <laughs> the green room's going to be terrible. But is there, are there radio people you don't want to work with or... Not really. I mean, yeah, Vince Tedesco, our producer, is pointing at me. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, radio, stand up is very much the same, but I mean, radio in Canada is such a small village. It's like, right. Like, you don't have to take a car that gig. You guys are on the TTC. And right? the same people just resurface mm. everywhere, right? So, like, if you burn a bridge in Canadian radio, like, people remember that. Right. Because yeah. everybody knows everybody and everybody pops up in every market and, you know, everybody ends up on the handful of stations in Toronto. So, we all know each other. There are no do not work with lists in radio because there aren't <laughs> enough people. Just the same five people get all the jobs. But uh, honestly, now as I get older, yeah. I don't have a list of people I won't work with, but I bet I'm on a couple of people's <laughs> lists. Well, but, for you guys, I mean, it's an interesting, I mean, because you take a festival like like Just for Last, for example, where it's like, that's the big, you know, people are flocking in from all over North America and parts elsewhere. And like, that's that's the big show. Everybody's just coming together and you just want to be part of the thing. For you guys building your own festival and going the indie route, how much of a part of booking this thing is like, eh, here's some people I want to hang out with and just sort of have a good time and make this my own thing? Some of it's, I'm not going to book this person because they're going to moan and groan the whole way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I just don't want to, I don't want to deal with There's just a flood of problem. names in my head as you say that. Yeah. <laughs> so I just don't want to like, sometimes but i'm even gonna lighten up next year on that yeah. like i'm gonna broaden my horizons on that just at the beginning i just wanted everything to be smooth so i picked people that i knew never are a problem and uh and i had that, a couple yeah. of problems <laughs> <laughs> so but that builds the re- yeah that's absolutely right you're building the reputation first so then people really love the festival and uh, even to this year i mean th- three years in people are still saying is it the same lineup as last year and i always yeah. have to stress it will never be the same lineup no. that way people can come out year after year to get a brand new set of, of, of people so well and that's and I'll, we'll come back with more of this after the break but that's the funny thing when you go out to like yeah you're bringing a show like this to Oshawa and people come up to you after a show like that and be like I love that can I see them again <laughs> right exactly. yeah they laughed at that person so they just want to see the same every time and of right? course they're Canadian so they don't remember anyone they don't remember name. the names and they don't know this huge pool of stand-ups that there are out there they just know this person came to our town this night and they were funny we like them bring them back here again. That's yeah, it, you I, know? We, yeah. We, particularly one person last year, we had a lot of requests. For Absolutely. Person, yeah. 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 That's going to be Tim Ravnett this year. Yeah, I'm thinking. Right? Is it going to be you, Tim? I only have seven minutes of jokes, so I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> but you It'll got that whole O thing. The O thing people like, yes. <laughs> All right, we're going to get, I want to I want to get into what, what Oshawa crowds are like a little bit here right after the break on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, this is Tavin Allen, and you are listening to, well, you're listening to me talking about Inside Jokes on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. And if you're just tuning in, we are talking at 905 Comedy Fest today. We have returning friends of the show, Ian Sorota and Stephanie Herrera are in studio with us. And first timer, Tim Rabnett joining us in here, just kind of learning about Oshawa today, where you're going to be going this November. 
and looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> Ian and Tim, you guys, of course, you know, you've you've played small towns in Canada, you've done the festivals, you've done the clubs. What is there something, Ian, that sort of, to you, coming from that area, stands out about the those Durham region audiences? Well, our show, we get a, let's just say we get a crowd that's probably used their Swiss Chalet coupons prior to uh, <laughs> to the show. Like Good a little salt bit of older, the earth folk, yeah. A little bit older. Yeah. Uh, you know, they might get a little tired. But uh, oh, stop uh, it. That's just the that's just the CBC show. Uh, they're out for a nice clean show, and they yeah. No, they're, but I think it's a, remember Durham Region is enormous. Like a yeah, lot of people it forget, yeah. it's way up in Port Perry and like Scugog and over to Clarence. Like I mean, it's enormous. Yeah, uh, if people forget, so we do get all over. We we always rig on Oshawa because that is like the Hamilton of that's the hub, Ontario. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the kind of the hub. Actually, North Oshawa is quite nice. It's gorgeous, yeah. and people actually say that to the point that they yeah. say, "I live in Oshawa," and you go, "What?" And they go, uh, "North Oshawa," and you're like, "Oh, okay," because South Oshawa is yeah. There. Yeah, the, yeah. It's sort of like the West Van and East Van. Like we have that everyone with has Scarborough a city. too, you right? You know, it's like go, Detroit, the bluffs, right? Though. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's nice, nice parts of Detroit, and then there's you know the abandoned. <laughs> yeah, Detroit. exactly. You know, there's a beautiful Hamilton too. So right. you know, there you have it. But yeah, it's true. When you get those audiences, it's it's there's almost like this appreciation more when you actually go out into the world and you leave the isolation that is Toronto, you know, or Montreal or wherever it is, and you go to towns like that, and people just. Like what you brought something to us, they you know. So, we don't get this yeah, ever. absolutely, and that's just it. They're so grateful for bringing it, and it's not even. Uh, I mean, we don't have yuck yucks out there anymore. I mean, there's no, no. there's no comedy out there anymore, like stand up comedy. So it's we're bringing this entire festival, and from all over the world. I mean, we're bringing people in from the states, and 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 having a really great in uh, Canada, really. That's yeah, that's <laughs> all over the world. Most of it, yeah. North America. There's one guy that went to Uruguay once. I yeah. think. Yeah. <laughs> one of them. We had Martha Chavez on the show once. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Martha the show all, right. yeah, all North, North she, America. She, yeah, she clicks of. three bucks. There you go. That. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, though. That's a good point. It's like there's no comedy out there anymore. No, it's there's just you not. Guys. So but it's yeah. it's not that far away, really. And yeah, you know, like it's only like 45 minutes from the city with no traffic and six hours with traffic. But uh, yeah, <laughs> like it's uh, it's but, yeah. people are people, right? Yeah, people like to laugh, and no matter where you go, like maybe you don't want to do jokes about like living in a basement apartment in Toronto. Tickets are really well-priced, and we have free parking. Like, where can you find free parking in downtown Toronto? To there you go. You Come on. That's like every radio spot ever right there. It's like just 45 minutes away, free and parking. free parking. Friendly neighbors. And it's converted church, right? Yeah. I don't know if well, you haven't been there, but one year we're going to have you there. And it's converted church, and they have stained glass, like, windows with Jesus on them. Yeah. So before the show, there's you actually, like, automatic <laughs> blinds that come down and hide Jesus's eyes <laughs> no, and no. ears from what's about and to go on. And there's a giant 20-foot cross at the back of the stage <laughs> yeah, they right. also cover. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to cover that up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I'll be, you know, I won't be in Hawaii next year. Okay. I can't afford to do this Is it a year. date? You're gonna, you're gonna date. come do yeah. it next year. I'll come. I'll come next oh, year. Yeah, that's for sure. We have that's, it on tape now. Yeah, I will come next year because I'll tell you, I can't afford to do this every year. There's and no it's way. free parking. So and it's free parking. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Perfect. And that's Jesus. Free. And Jesus. I'll go see Jesus before you bring the curtain down. Have a few words with him. But that's true. Yeah. When you have when you go and perform in places like that, people there's an appreciation more. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. I it's something say. they yeah. don't see all of the all the time. They don't want to make the drive to Toronto, really, is what it comes down <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, well, exactly. So well, we're for- bringing it to them, and it's uh, it's a great working class town. The GM plants there, right? And yeah. they're the salt of the earth people that are working class people. So 
Honestly, those are the fun crowds nowadays, I feel like. I mean, Tim, you can speak to this. Of course, you're based here in Toronto now. You're in Montreal for years. Yeah. But you notice when you, you know, because when you leave the city, Toronto especially. Yeah, here, well, and people do in Toronto, you just get used to the fact that, like, U2 is here every three weeks. Yeah. And there's all kinds of big events. And so, so yeah, people demand a lot from their entertainment. And when you go to smaller places, you're the biggest thing there for sure. that they've seen in a while. So they really appreciate it. And the more... It's definitely a fact of comedy. The more people pay to get into a show and invest in it, like if it's the biggest thing they're seeing that week, that's right. It, those shows are so easy. Like people appreciate being there. They're going to laugh at everything. They're going to give you the benefit of the doubt. And when you're on Queen Street doing some <laughs> show for five dollars, people are like, "You suck." Yeah, exactly. I hate this. <laughs> get out of here. It's so true because there's almost like this immediate. I mean not to say celebrity, but there is almost this immediate celebrity attached to it where it was like, you have been on these festivals, you come from Toronto, and you're here tonight? Yeah, you know? it feels and they, like a big event. It's a big event for them. And I also feel like, I don't know, especially right now here in Toronto, you're doing shows like that, and they're always there, there's almost this like pressure that everything has to have some sort of a message to right. it right now. Yeah, And it feels a little bit more freeing when you leave the city and you go out into these well, other that's towns. that's the thing, right? You just cut loose, right? Well, they're not as judgmental, I yeah. would say, as a Toronto audience. They're not going to get upset if you say something that's a little off color or, or really, I don't think they're looking for a political point of view. They're looking to laugh. Yeah. It's just like the old way shows used to work. <laughs> make me make me laugh. Don't tell me what I'm supposed to be thinking. Well, because it's true, because it's a fine line. We've talked about that on this show a lot lately, whereas, you know, because of everything that's sort of happening in society and culture and politics right now, it's like a lot of comics do feel that pressure to like, okay, well, what's, I have to like put some medicine in the candy, right? I have to have a message buried in it. But I mean, stand up, uh, people sometimes just want to go and just forget about real life for an hour and a yeah. half and laugh and for escape. a night. I, I wish know? that shows, like even the bigger festivals and stuff would, look at that and realize that's what people want yeah. they don't want a message like you'll get like uh, a sheet from a festival they'll say what's your message what's your point of view well yeah. what, what about what about just making you laugh <laughs> can yeah. that be my point of view <laughs> I mean it can do both the, yeah, the yeah. stuff yeah. I'm preparing yeah. is mostly about how abortion is wrong <laughs> and, <laughs> you know <laughs> but you're going to fit in an Oshawa. Well, it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. We're going to find out more about that right after the break on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hi, my name is Amanda Joy from Second Gen, and you are listening to Inside Jokes on 640. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And today we're talking about the 905 Comedy Fest, returning to the Durham region and the beautiful city of Oshawa this November 23rd and 24th. It is. We established earlier in the show. It is gorgeous. It's a beautiful town. You know what? You know what I do like about Oshawa? And, and, and I joked about Hamilton earlier, but it's the same thing I do like about Hamilton is they have their own flavor. They right. are their own distinct cities. You know, Oshawa has its own vibe, for sure. You need mouthwash after. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's, it's an awesome town. Like, it it's is. got everything. Would you want a town just to be one plain, boring, vanilla flavor? It's got, like, all the flavors. Right? Exactly. I'm from a town like that. And we were talking about how doing a festival like the 905 Fest, and we were talking to Tim Rabnett about this before the break, how you can sort of get out there and stretch out a little bit more on stage as a comic because the crowds that are coming out, this is an independent festival that you guys have built up. Crowds that are there, they're invested in it for the night. It's an event for them. It's a night out. So for the comics, that's a little bit more freeing too. Yeah, and it's the whole Durham region because like there's the city I live in, I live in Ajax, so I yeah. don't want to brag. And uh, 
There's 100,000 people in Ajax, Ontario. Yeah. There's probably about close to three, 400,000 people in the Durham region. That's like the size of most cities yeah. in Canada. I think Canada. it sounds yeah. small to me. It's enormous. And there's no club right now, so it's like you guys are the only game the in only town. The only stand-up we are. that's yeah. available. We are. I mean, I think uh, there's a few smaller like open mics, but no, there's nothing that has the talent that's coming through. Yeah, because I mean, even a few years ago, there was what? There was uh, Premiere and there was Yucks both happening out there. And, right. And that was so it. there's nothing, yeah. For you, Stephanie, actually, I was interested. What's Because, I mean, Ian, you built this thing. You built this thing with Josh Haddon. You built it with a friend of yours. And for you, it was like years of, you know, you're on the road. You're doing clubs. You're doing festivals. Same with a comic like Tim. It's like you bring that experience to the table. For you, Stephanie, how different is it? You're getting to meet and work with a lot of stand-ups that you might not have encountered on stage before. So it's like sort of you coming from the improv world, bringing all these comics in. So for you, it's like a whole new... It's a whole new world. Yes, it is. And <laughs> I knew you were going to say exactly. Some point today. <laughs> I can't help it. Uh, yeah, it is a really nice, uh, and I give uh, props to Ian for bringing in these incredible people. And some of them actually stayed in touch, became friends with them. So it's it's a really neat other side of comedy because there are so many facets of comedy. So it's a nice uh, peek into that world for sure. Yeah, you get to meet and work with some of these people. And like Ian said, there's some there are some comics on there that are newer to doing a festival like this. Right. And that's exciting. Not to everybody's be... Tim Ravnick. I know. Yeah. But it, it is excited to see the up and coming because we have some established comics, but the up and coming. And now we get to say, oh, I knew them when they did our little festival. Yeah, and it's exciting <laughs> for us. Like last year, we had uh, Leonard Chan. Yeah. yeah. And he just blew up after, after we were the first festival. Fe- yeah. We were the first festival to give him a shot. And, that's right. Yeah. And even. People said to me, who is this and why are you having him on? And I'm like, don't worry, he's funny. And uh, he, he just blew yeah. up and he was amazing. And he got, and, a, J- he got a JFL spot. This year. Wasn't it this Wasn't got, it JFL? He, he did a bunch of stuff. Yeah. This year. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, he had a good year. Yeah. Well, and that's the, the beautiful thing about a festival like this is it's tough enough in Canada for audiences to know who pretty much 90% of comics Yeah, if they're not are. on television, and it, who watches television anymore? You know, <laughs> and, and, and no one is on television yeah. for longer than a year or two. Yeah. But, you know, it's, I mean, Canadians are just like, uh, do they know Russell Peters? You know, we've talked about that on the show a million times. Like, there's like a handful of names wow. that yeah, stay yeah. in Canada that people know. Yeah. So for most of us in comedy, it's like there's this huge pool of really good comics in Canada that audiences have no idea about, you know, or they see them once and then they forget the name and all that. So for a festival like this, it's like... It's a great way to find out who's It's a great cross-section of who's out there, you yeah, know, exactly. and you're, you're hand-picking this thing for specific reasons and cultivating these shows and it's, people have no idea what's coming their way. It's going to be awesome and I, it really it's uh, a value for your money. It's only 25 bucks to go see this show and it's uh, you're going to see people that are just, you're going to be blown away by how talented everyone is. Yeah, it's a taste of people who are on these, you know, TV galas and who are on these festivals. And you have the radio component, of course, uh, the fundraiser for our own Sandra Carusi as well, which is such a beautiful blend of things, by the way, like bringing together radio and stand-up for that show. Yeah, that's free a promo. That was, <laughs> that was Sandra's whole deal. Like, that's yeah. what it was, was just well, those two Sandra, sides of the coin, you know? Sandra touched me. She was an awesome lady, and uh, we kept in touch, and I did the show a couple times. And uh, I just, uh, when I went to her uh, her celebration of life, I just thought, uh, we have to do something. And yeah. Hopefully, people come out that. That's by donation, that show. So you could come to that show for a dollar. You could come to that show for $100. Yeah. You can give what you want. 
Uh, it's on Eventbrite, Sandra Carusi fundraiser, second show Saturday, 1030 on November 24th. Give what you want, support cancer, come out to Oshawa. Well, don't and, support uh, cancer, but well, yeah. Support. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, we want to make it clear this is an anti-cancer yeah, yeah. festival. <laughs> but it goes, and it's, go, it's going specifically to her kids because it's yeah. a single mom. Yeah. I, I can't even imagine as yeah. a mother leaving my kids behind. That just kills me. Yeah, it all goes towards the boys and building, helping build their future, and, mm-hmm. and just a great legacy for Sandra with those two sort of simultaneous. And keeping worlds. your name out there, right? Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, she gave so much to comedy, so this is the, the as Ian says, this is the least we could possibly do. No, it's perfect. Family. You know what? Yeah. If I wasn't lying on a beach, I would be there that night. Because <laughs> I kind of, to me, that was kind of. That sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To me, that was kind of significant too. I was like, I thought that falls on that day. I mean, that would have been that would have been a cool yeah. thing to go and be a part of and go and see. So please make sure you get out there, you guys, and go to the Sandra Carusi fundraiser. But of course, the whole entire festival. And for you this year, like you were talking to me about this a while ago, Ian, just like trying to get more media involvement. So you got the CBC taping happening. You have these radio DJs going and performing there. How did you ever picture that when you were first putting this thing together? Um, a few years back? No, I just wanted to get on a festival. <laughs> <laughs> I figured, I'll make my own. I'll make my own. Damn it. I, um, but always had the thought of a theme of some sort. Right. Like we've but gone we, through a couple themes. Yeah. And we, uh, we're talking about the future ones too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's always, but the bottom line is that we just wanted to have something that was our own. And I didn't realize how hard producing was. <laughs> yeah. It's it is really, its own art. Yeah. It's, it's also well. It's also because Durham Region is so spread. It's yes. a beautiful thing because it's so spread. And the thing is that it's so everyone has a car. Like you can't survive in Durham Region without a car. So yeah. it has to take a lot to get everybody. And so that's kind of hard because we we aren't millions of people. We're well, hundreds of thousands. And of I want to touch on that a little bit. We'll come back from the break and find out what what the hardships are of putting together a festival like this. Right here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio, six forty, Toronto. Hey, this is Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway? And you are listening to Inside Jokes, Pants Optional. Welcome back to Inside Jokes, right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. And what a panel we've had today. It's been amazing. It, right? Yeah. We've It's been too too fast. It's gone by too fast, quite frankly. We could have you guys here all day with us. Okay. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll just live here now. Ian Sirota, Stephanie Herrera, and of course, Tim Rabnett in studio mm. with us who has been finding out where he's going in a few weeks. The 905 Comedy Fest is returning. And let me just say this. I actually do have family living in Durham. My brother and sister-in-law live in Uxbridge. Oh, hey. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Fancy. That's a rich area. It's at the edges. Yeah. Are they buying tickets? I was going to say. I asked them if they'd come, and they were like, nah. But (laughs) their kids play hockey and all that stuff. And uh, Uxbridge's hockey team just got redesignated the Durham. So they were the Uxbridge Stars, and now they're the Durham... Bulls, maybe that oh, sounds like whole... a lawsuit, but uh, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Kevin Costner's their coach like, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's like, uh, yeah, that's the they're the whole encompassing the entire region. Wow, I didn't even know that. But a lot of people move to the Durham region because it is hockey central. Like people move their entire families because their kids want to play housing. hockey. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. it. <laughs> that's where it's moving. It's getting up there. We were talking before the break about how, yeah, it is its own animal producing a festival like that and just producing in itself as its own art form yeah i didn't realize how hard and thankless it was and how difficult it is but uh that's why he has doing it (laughs) well for you guys as performers like did you was that like oh now i get to see what it was like for the bookers all these years like just seeing it from a different side yeah i i felt for the bookers a little bit until i really (laughs) thought about what kind of human beings they were but uh 
I felt for them a little bit. Like it's hard because people are thankless. Like this year, I'll give you an example. This year, for some reason, there was uh, I was looking at those tapes. I want to bring someone new in. Yeah. And some lady that's a comedian, I sent her a message saying, you were so close to getting it this year, but you didn't get it. But I really liked your tape. And then she thought someone else posted something on Facebook. And then she sent me an FU message. Really? Yeah, just out of nowhere about, and she, but it was really about something else, and she just assumed that I was involved in it, and it was just like I was like, "What? Why are you doing this? Like, I told you you were good." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then uh, I just sent her like a you know a Simpsons gif of uh, burning a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. and then that was the end of it. But it was just like. How, yeah, like, she came back and apologized. She said, "Oh, I'm sorry. I read it to it. It was a, I was having one of those days or something." Yeah, I she know. Apologized she bl- too, she yeah. blamed it on the uh, Kavanaugh judge hearings. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? She said, "I was so <laughs> angry about that. I turned it on." That you. was that was your fault too, Ian. <laughs> that stuff. That stuff. Like, that's does the kind of stuff. Though. What I'm talking about, where it's like, why are you angry at me? I'm not yeah. like personally going after <laughs> you in any way or form, or I don't like. You know, I pick who I pick, and I, there's lots of people. I'd love to pick everybody, but I can't. Yeah. You know, we can't do that. We can't have everyone on. But uh, it's that stuff and, like, arranging media stuff and getting sponsors it's and all that thankless. You yeah. know what, though? I got to go to Costco and buy some, like, <laughs> pop later. <laughs> as soon as you say you're doing anything, especially something that involves people potentially getting paid – you will have like this stream of comics just kicking down your doors and flooding in. I mean, even with this show, I had a message from somebody a little while ago who was like, uh, just so you know, uh, I know it hasn't happened yet because you were always in charge of that, but uh, Sandra always really wanted me on the show. Oh. <laughs> I, got, I got like three messages yeah. like that. Uh, I'm wow. like, are you kidding me right Using now? the dead. <laughs> You're using that card right now? So, it, But I mean, I just kind of shrugged it off because I was like, this that stuff happens, right? Uh, but anyways, yeah, that was a good moment. We're going to go around. So uh, how can people find out all the details, you guys, about the 905 Comedy Fest? Uh, just go to uh, www.905comedyfest.com, and you can find out all our shows, our times, our location. Uh, we'll come and get you and bring you to the <laughs> festival. There's a, shuttle, there's a shuttle bus that comes That's out right. I got, I got a van. Yeah. There you <laughs> Take the van out to I live in the suburbs. Yeah. And Tim Rabnett, where's the best place for people to look you up, my friend? Um, yeah, you can just look, go to timrabnett.com. And uh, also, like a lot of comics, I have a couple of albums on iTunes, yeah. and a lot of people have Apple Music or Amazon Music now. So, yeah, give my albums a listen. I get like six cents every time someone streams them. Uh So I have them streaming in the background at my home all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, please do that yourselves. Uh, Entertain your dog with it during the day. Perfect. Dogs like my voice. Dogs like this. It's soothing. Check out Tim Rabnett. Of course, go to timrabnett.com. And of course, don't miss the 905 Comedy Festival, November 23rd and 24th in Durham, in Oshawa, in the Durham region. And of course, featuring the fundraiser for our own Sandra Cruci. Thank you again for doing that, you guys. And now for this week's comedy listings. Don't forget to check out comedyrecords.com for the latest album releases from Canada's top stand-ups and sketch comics. And hit up comedybar.ca to see the latest shows happening here in Toronto and the famous Rivoli live comedy downtown Toronto every Monday night. Hi. This is Alicia Carusi, and you're listening to my aunt, Sandra Carusi's Comedy Rx. This week featuring Tim Rabnett. You guys are all familiar with We're driving, right? It's a, for, for me, what I've been trying to do is replace...
replace the hours I spend playing video games with productive income. So like the hours I used to spend playing video games, I'm now Uber driving. That's right, I am Uber driving 17 hours a day. <laughs> but I love playing video games. But now I'm doing this thing. So you guys are familiar with Uber, right? It's a thing that pairs passengers with people willing to drive for them. And there's like a passenger app that you guys may have on your phone. And then I'm a driver and I have a driver app and it pairs us up. I also have the passenger app because I use Uber a lot as a customer, but it's like two different accounts. Uh, and I mainly use the passenger app when I'm smashed at four in the morning and I need to get home. Uh, and quite frankly, I'm glad they haven't figured out I'm the guy from my passenger app on my driver app. <laughs> not let me drive. The next morning when they're like, where are you out at four in the morning, like with your shirt off, challenging people to fight? So like, yeah, it's seven, I'm ready to drive. <laughs> Thank you to our panel today and keep it tuned in right here to Global News Radio 640 Toronto for the dating and relationship show with Laura Bellotta. Bye for now.